KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. Wherever you are, you can stream and listen to this. Right before me was Side Stage with Trav 1-3. Then you got me, Canada Talk Indy, with Wilson. We talk about cannabis legalization. We talk about cannabis in a positive light. We talk about all aspects of cannabis legalization and just cannabis in general. Because here at KRWF 95.9 LPFM, they let me and I thank them. So again, right after me, Stinky Arts Music Mart, Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness, and then Black Ring Ritual takes care of you here on your Thursday. But again, notwithstanding the other days that also have a variety of stuff that I guarantee you would find something you would be interested in. So thank you for your support here at RadioFreeFargo.org, the best radio station in the world as far as I'm concerned. This show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy, BlackCottageAlchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. You can come downtown here, go on over to Tochi Products. I got it for you in there as well. Tell Joe Wilson sent you just for fun. You know, maybe the, the, the whole experience will be better because you said it. Who knows? But anyway, body butter, it's what you need in your, in your cabinet. And uh, it's, uh, it works for neuropathy, pain, feet, toe, and foot fungus, tattoo aftercare, boils, the like. It's made with kosher, full-spectrum CBD, North Dakota-grown hemp seed oil, 1,600 MGs of CBD, mango butter, a bunch of other butter, colloidal silver, coconut oil, comfrey, myrrh, frankincense, sage, and rosemary is all in this beautiful tub of magic. So what you need to do is support this show by supporting Black Cottage Alchemy, who's supporting this show. And again, you can go to blackcottagealchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook, come downtown here to Tochi, or Odd Sands in West Fargo. Now, I believe cannabis was made by a creator, God himself, to use as we see fit. And I thank him every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, Antioch Church in South Fargo. Feel free to join me. Now, strap on your resin-soaked seatbelt. We're going to get this uh, thing going again. Welcome for joining me. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. We open a big fat bag of cannabis news at 420, and this Thursday is no different. So get settled in. Do what you do. And uh, we will uh, we will talk about it. 420, we're going to, of course, talk about South Dakota. That that snowball to hell is rolling faster and faster there. So we'll talk about it. Minnesota's in the news. Montana, Mississippi, all good stuff. So, you know, hang out. Come back through. 420. Kind of talking to you on Instagram. We'll post. I post when we play this minus the music on youtube and uh last i have been having troubles i don't know i've been having troubles i i've uh, been trying to kick the sugar again i got issues i'm fighting anxiety i'm not gonna lie to you my nights have been pretty rugged but we're here and we're gonna get down and i forgot what i was even gonna say you know what i'm saying so that oh I've been kind of just, last week I uploaded, uh, to get to the YouTube channel, I uploaded uh, December 26th instead of, you know, whatever it was, January 27th. So it's on my end. I've been having troubles. Uh, I've been having troubles. But uh, we'll get that up to you as soon as possible. Otherwise, I recommend coming here. 95.9 RadioFreeFargo.org every Thursday, 4 o'clock. Check out Kind of Talk ND with Wilson. But if you can't and you, you have to check it somewhere else, there are uh, podcast platforms, the one with the fruit and the other one with the word pot in it. But again, support radio, 
support local radio. And that brings me to this exciting thing. Radio Free Fargo invites you to the Grand Old Brewery, an all-star jamboree. Their words, not mine. Join us for a night of live performances from some of the area's most talented singer-songwriters, including Zach Thomas, Brian Lowry, Brianna Helbling, Aaron Simmons, and more. Friday, March 4th at the Hall at Fargo Brewery. Check out jadepresents.com for more deets. A new music tradition begins Friday, March 4th at Grand Ole Opry. Also, I noticed David Allen, who is my outro music, is going to be there too. So if you dig that, get over there March 4th. Grand Ole Brewery. Support local radio and support local independent artists. So I think that's got us to the first musical break. That was uh, that felt kind of taxing, but I'm not going to lie. I got brand new uh, Sting. Remember him? The kid and I, we used to always say, ring-a-ding-ding, Sting. And that was really exciting to say, rushing water, Sting, KRWF. Yowza, rushing water, Sting. That was beautiful. Here on KRWF 95.9, Radio Free Fargo. Thank you for uh, checking us out here. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. Every Thursday at 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that's on deck for you as we speak. So stick with me. I hope everybody's enjoying these this beautiful weather in Fargo. I know I'm not. However, uh, I noticed in the east out of my window that it was going to be a beautiful sunrise because of how cold it was, and then I closed my eyes and went back to bed. You know what I mean? Programming on KRWF 95.9 is being underwritten by Art Riot Promotions. Art Riot will design and print any business or personalized custom decal in a variety of shapes and sizes. Art Riot creates custom engraved gifts and promotional items. Art Riot offers flexible online or in-person consultations. Local in-store pickup or shipping is available for any order. That's right, any order. Visit them at 819 Main Avenue, Moorhead. Art Riot is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You can find them online at artriotpromotions.com and also on Facebook and Instagram. So check them out. Check me out, 420. We talk about cannabis. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, the donkeys are in uh, in my uh, segment, so that'll be exciting. If you love donkeys, and who doesn't love a good donkey? Am I right? So now, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act. That's no longer happening. And I feel like I'm a you know I'm at a loss. Like like this, I normally would talk about and push it right now. But uh, uh, if you've been living under a rock, uh, they came short of the signature, so they're regrouping. And uh, who knows what will come out of that. The uh, legislative session is beginning. Who knows what's going to come from there as well. Um, I'm sure cannabis will be talked about with the legislators. Uh, I doubt it'll be anything we uh, we are going to be into. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that is something that's going to be happening. So uh, stay tuned for that. I'll keep you posted. Uh, hopefully there'll be a medical amendment somehow being applied to the uh, current medical bill. To allow home grow for medical, that'd be cool. Um, I just, I mean, to push through the ignorance, you know, of people thinking there's some sort of black market pyramid scheme where you just start, you know, just flooding the market with subpar, low quality, you know, shaking trim, basically. You know, I mean, they ju- you just can't get a. I don't know how you change their mind. You know, if we could figure that out, we'd we'd have had it legal a long time ago. You know, and and what it would take is a bunch of those legislators to have issues that they couldn't solve or they just didn't want to you know they didn't like the side effects of the other drugs that they were required to take and then they're like well maybe i'll try that crazy horrible stuff i demonized 
in the on the Capitol, you know. Otherwise, I don't know, you know. But anyway, thanks for joining me. We're going to talk about cannabis and cannabis legalization here at 420. Stick around for that. Right after me, then, Stinky Arts Music Mart, Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness, and then Black Ring Ritual. And again, man, I'm telling you, minus 31, that's, that's a lot of frost on the pumpkins. I do want to say, because I'm wondering what I should say, Mississippi becomes 37th medical cannabis state today. Let's give Mississippi for being the 37th medical state for cannabis a hand. That's good news. And if you follow this show, man, oh, man, that was an uphill battle. That governor was weird. It was really weird. I mean, he just he wanted half of an eighth for the daily use. You know, 1.75. He had this crazy math in his head. That he's like, well, 3.75, if you figure 0.6 fits in a joint, that's like 10 joints a day. Well, you're not going to smoke all that, so you're going to give two to your kids. One of the, you know, one of them's going to give it to the sketchy guy outside the 7-Eleven who's just, you know, itching to shoot up a store, and you, uh, you know, and you give it to him, and then you blame it all on him. However, it probably was inconsequential. He was probably on his way to shoot it up anyway and thought, well, this is convenient. I can also clear my head before I take all this guy's money and steal the bag of chips. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, what? But anyway, you got yourself tapped into KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org online. If you ever feel like you want to kick down some uh, donations, I think you can do that there. Uh, this is uh, all a listener-supported radio I believe there might be some merch on there as well. Make sure you check us out wherever we are out and about. You know, we'll have a table at stuff we, uh, you know, we push. So come on through, support, you know, because this radio station uh, keeps rolling. We keep rolling because of you guys. So keep doing that. And we thank you for the support. And I'm going to play some Toonie Tunes now. You guys are probably thinking, well, thank God. I mean, we didn't realize he was going to talk about nothing for so long. Well, hell. It's Seinfeld. No, it's not. But anyway, here's Luca Strickagnoli doing Forgot About Dre on the banjo. You'll thank me later. KRWF, Radio Free Fargo. Man, towel me off, huh? Well, that started off with Forget About Dre with Luca Strickagnoli, some sort of banjo wizard. Wrap that up, throwing shade, space bacon. I'll say that again. That was throwing shade by space bacon. I mean, I don't think I need to say any more. Kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday I get up in here. 420, open big fat bag of cannabis news. And if your watch works at all, you know it's 420-ish. So we're going to go ahead and uh, do what we do. Here's the intro. Man, oh, man. Boom. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. We're going to fade that out like we do. And welcome. Hello, everybody. Canatalk ND with Wilson. This is the time where I talk about cannabis in a positive light for a good 25 to 26 or 7 or 8 or 29 minutes depending on how many minutes, you know what I mean? And we won't know till we're done. So thanks for joining me. Again, if you're wondering, uh, in North Dakota, the uh, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition that was being circulated uh, came short, and so the deadlines came and gone. So we're currently at a limbo here in North Dakota, and that's sad to say. Um, but legislative uh, session gets uh, fired up, and 
And it's my prayer, I guess, is that medical gets all the love, you know, because, again, I mean, access needs to be pretty readily available. You should be able to grow it yourself. You know, family members should never have to struggle. They should be able to send it to school. The nurses should have a program, a protocol in place. Nobody should think nothing of it. You know, if it's got to be rolled on their feet or, you know, squeezed in their mouth, it should be just accepted just like any other med. So it'd be neat to see uh, that sort of thing happening. Uh, South Dakota is the only kind of thing that's uh, newsworthy when I when I think about it. And so we'll talk about that. But first, cannabis moment. This here. Let me just read you the title. Don't feed. Well, I'm going to have to read it. And, you know, I don't believe in saying these words. But it just the sentence doesn't work if I just say cannabis. So don't feed marijuana buds to donkeys. New study warns. Now, it's just all you guys that have been feeding your stinking donkeys cannabis, you know. And I know there's at least 60 out there. I mean, this is a huge problem. This is a really big problem, especially in downtown Fargo here. If, it, if, if, if I had a nickel, okay, for every time I've seen cannabis buds fed to the stupid donkeys down here at Island Park especially, I mean, I'd be rich. And it's nuts that uh, there's a problem with it. I mean, it's what it's what everybody's doing it, you know. But apparently there's a study that uh, wants, uh, you know, again, at least six of my listeners, I swear, is feeding stinking cannabis to their donkeys. It's just it's just it's it's life. It's life here in Fargo. That's what we do. We feed cannabis to our donkey donkeys. You know what I mean? Hey, little donkey, get over here. Puff on this, buddy. You know, that's right, buddy. Here, donkey, have another one. Here, eat this brownie, donkey. We're all doing it, you know. So anyway, let's read about it. Feeding donkeys fresh cannabis is inadvisable. Wow. Whoo. Thank God I brought you, brought you guys this article. Am I right? I mean, again, there's at least 15 of you that just went, what? Really? It's not advised to feed donkeys cannabis? Man, well, good thing there's a new study that looked at novel cases of cannabis toxicosis and two equine. Equine? Equine. Sorry to say, you guys decide. The study, published in the Journal of Veterinary Diagnostic Investigation, otherwise known as VDI, investigated what happened after a Jack and Jenny. I know you guys are thinking, what? Okay, that's the terms for male and female donkeys, respectively. And most of you already know this because you got a couple Jack and Jennings you've been feeding cannabis to all night. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, they were fed a few grams of cannabis that was being legally grown for human consumption. The donkey's symptoms sounded a lot like what happens when a person takes an edible that's too strong. They presented as lethargic. And I just wanted to uh, segue just quickly um, how I thought how interesting it is that South Dakota, they want to they want to ban edibles, you know, medically for the medical program. But you're going to be able to allow you're going to be able to use your flour that you can purchase to make edibles on your own. Now, doesn't that sound like just a recipe for a disaster? Now, it's great. It's great. They're, they're idiots. I mean, but that's an idiot thing for a legislator. Like if a legislator is that's his logic. If, if that's a legislator's reality, it's just like the guy that's in charge of the, you know, the zoo. That's a horrible guy. If that's his idea of things, what else is he off center with? You know, but for him to think that if he can ban legislated, regulated cannabis edibles, regulated, you know where they're from, you know how much is in there. But suggest it's OK for Pamela, the cooking wizard who's always known for her pies 
has now just been brought every neighbor in the block that's got, you know, a medical cannabis card's flower. Now she's sitting on 60 pounds of cannabis flower and they're like, hey, why don't you just go ahead and make all the animals? Well, she might be good at it, at, you know, later, but there's going to be an experimental space, you know, in time. You know, I think that's crazy. But anyway, back to the donkeys, because I don't want to forget the donkeys. This is very important. And again, it's I feel like I'm providing a public service announcement for all you cannabis feeding donkey lovers out there. And I know there's three of you. I could see you right now. But anyway, man, I'm feeling kind of better. I, I, I believe uh, doing this particular show is good for my mental health. I just noticed. But anyway. They presented as lethargic. Well, everybody knows that. Their hearts were beating faster than normal, for example. However, how fast is a heartbeat on a donkey? You know what I'm saying? What's the average heartbeat speed of a donkey? I don't know. But while it took longer to come down from the high for the donkeys, and again, it's like, what do you mean it took longer to come down? You know, like, are you talking to the donkey? The donkey telling you, like, uh, you know, an hour three, I, I feel less like I want to eat everything, you know, on your head. You know, I want to, I want to your face a little with my big lips less. I don't know. But symptoms lasted 44 hours in the younger Jenny before she was taken to the hospital. Oh, you waited that long, huh? People these days, they just don't care about donkey health. The study says both recovered uneventfully within 24 hours of peak effects. Well, thank goodness. Let's give Jack and Jenny, bless their hearts, the bud feeding donkey experiment a hand. Marijuana toxicosis is typically seen by companion animal veterinarians. Oh, of course. Everybody, you want to hear? Come over here, buddy. Hey, bud. Get in my lap here and smell this a little. And there's, I mean, there's a long, we could, we could talk forever about stinking, you know, getting your animals, you know, caught up in the cannabis scene. You feel me? And I mean, when I was young and dumb, I ain't going to lie. It may have happened. But again, I knew this guy. This was crazy. This was like the local crazy drug guy. He was big. You know, he's bigger than everybody. He always fought and won everybody, you know. Had one missing tooth. And he used to give his dog acid and then fight him. And I remember, man, I that still messes with me because that's not a good idea. <laughs> that guy, I think he's in prison now, actually. So you guys can, I know you guys just like lost your breath there a little bit. But again, I... It had already happened. There was nothing I could do, really. I mean, I, I was just a little, you know, I was just a little kid, you know. But, yeah, I remembered him. Like, they would, he would do acid with his dog and then wrestle him. And it was a pit bull, you know. It wasn't like, you know, some boodle. So, anyway, a positive outcome from the donkey highs was that scientists had a chance to experiment with testing procedures to confirm that the symptoms were due to exposure to cannabinoids. They used a screening assay in collaboration with a veterinary diagnostic laboratory. So anyway, in terms of treating donkeys who ate too much cannabis, the study says practitioners, now pay attention to this, you bud-feeding donkey, donkey lovers, potentially use gastric lavage, and I'm sure every one of you has got some of that, administer activated charcoal or use laxatives. These adjunctive therapies are targeted at decreasing gastric absorption and facilitating excretion. I can't believe they wrote this article. That there's people out there. Okay, the study doesn't directly comment on the ethics of feeding cannabis to donkeys. And we stood it. We should wash our hands of the ethical element of feeding cannabis to donkeys. I'm washing my hands of it. If you want to feed cannabis to your donkey, Bob, you go ahead. Susan is just like, oh, it's so fun. He comes up and he eats it. Oh, it's great. Then he hangs out. He watches. Uh, you know, leave it to beaver with me. It's beautiful. Hey, 
I'm not going to directly comment on the ethics of feeding cannabis to donkeys. And neither will they here at Cannabis Moment. So another study released last year found that apparently some canines are even getting intoxicated off cannabis by eating the feces of people who've consumed cannabis. Now, I don't want you guys to get anything, uh, you know, in your head. So we're not going to focus on that. And man, that was just the first article. That was a good time, huh? Cannabis Moment. Top federal drug official says cannabis use stable among youth at prohibitionist hosted panel sponsored by DARE. So that's exciting. So she again reiterated that data shows youth cannabis use has remained stable despite the legalization in many states. Sam, of course, you know those guys. The higher the content of THC, the greater the likelihood that you'll become addicted to the drug. And again, I'm not so sure in cannabis because it's self-regulatory. Your body knows when you've had enough when you've satiated and saturated your receptors, that, I mean, if, if anything, the stronger it is, the less appealing. Now, I mean, as far as like, I've got to do it again. Like, it can, I mean, if you, if you blew a big nine foot tube of, say, wax or shatter, and you weren't, and your tolerance wasn't ready for that, even if your tolerance was, it, it isn't an addiction. It just means that, uh, you're doing it all the time, you know. But anyway, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. Interestingly, what we've observed during the COVID pandemic is across schools in the U.S., the prevalence of drug use has gone down, which is kind of weird, but maybe because they're not in school, which likely very much reflects the fact that kids don't have the opportunity to interact with others and drug taking at that stage is a peer pressure behavior. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean, just look at... Uh, you know, all the stats where it's outselling uh, booze in Illinois and Massachusetts. So that's good news. All right, here we are. Stinking counties, cities. Now, this is interesting. This is a South Dakota article here. Capital News Bureau by Bob Mercer. Counties, cities get no say in South Dakota. Cities get no say on medical cannabis. Counties and municipalities in South Dakota can't get out of having to license medical cannabis establishments, which is good. That's cool. Legislation that would have let local governments pass exemption ordinances failed on Monday afternoon on a 31 to 33 vote. So I don't know what that means. I needed at least 36 to advance to the Senate for further consideration. So uh, follow the will of the people. House Democrat leader Jamie Smith urged. And then, uh, of course, uh, an R word. Ron DeMilstad, we talk about the will of the people, but not every county voted for medical cannabis. But but that's the thing, though. That doesn't mean that there's people in that county that isn't for it. You know, like like if it didn't get the majority, 70, 30, 70 percent. I mean, I guarantee you there was a high enough percentage that, uh, you know, anyway, it passed 63 of 66 counties. It lost in Douglas, Haken, and Harding. So, oh, come on, three counties, and you guys are complaining? I'm glad that didn't pass. So, Melstad, whose husband is Minnehaha County Sheriff, well, now we know it all, don't we, Rhonda, also fell short Monday in her attempt to get HB 1094 added to the House calendar. The vote was 32-32. She needed 36. So, suck it, Linda. It sought to broaden places where possessing cannabis or using it for medical purposes would be prohibited, including vaping in the outside area of a private property within 1,000 feet of school property. So keep rocking. That's a win for South Dakota. And if you've been following South Dakota, man, it's uh, it's just an uphill, uphill battle. Well, anyway, Montana, Rex sales exceed 12.8 million, mil, mil, mil in the first month. That's right. Sales of Montana's new adult use cannabis market reached nearly 12.9. So we should say 13 in January, the first month. 
Come on, North Dakota. Total January adult use was almost 13 mil, like I said. The total includes rec sales of more than 1.5 million during the first two days. And the word on the streets, the closest to us is like, I don't know, like Billings. Like there isn't a lot of spots. Like there can be a lot more dispensaries open and there will. You know, so this number is going to go up exponentially. Okay, estimated monthly tax revenue for adult use cannabis sales was nearly 2.6 million, far outstripping the 391,335 in tax revenue for medical cannabis, which is taxed at a lower rate. So, well again, out of 13 million, you take 2.6, that's crazy. That's highway wobbly wall. Montana's adult use launched January 1st amid concern that production might not be enough to meet demand. Uh, let's see the adult use sales in the state of 1.1 million people will reach 90 million this year and 325 million by 2025, man. Oh man. So, so let's talk a little bit more about South Dakota. So anyway, state lawmakers have rejected a series of legislative proposals that sought to curtail. This is from normal February 2nd. So yesterday. Uh, have rejected a series of legislative proposals that sought to curtail how and where patients could access and use medical cannabis. Specifically, members of the Senate Health, they voted four to two against House Bill 1004, which sought to repeal provisions from the state voter-approved medical cannabis law that permitted qualified patients to home cultivate personal use of quantity of the plant. House members had previously advanced the bill by a vote of 41 to 29. So let's give the Senate Health and Human Services a hand. So I don't know if that means it stops or, yeah, that's not a recommendation. So that stops. So that's done. So South Dakota, you're going to be able to grow medically. That's that's good news. Two other bills seeking to amend the state's NASHENT, N-A-S-C-E-N-T, NASHENT. And come on with your big words, normal. Medical cannabis law failed to advance out of the House, uh, House Bill 1095, which sought to allow governments to prohibit medical cannabis establishments. Again, we just talked about that. Uh, the introduction of these bills was among the latest actions taken by lawmakers to undo voters' actions on Election Day, uh, following a legal challenge spearheaded by Christy Don't Know, as you know. So the, uh, this is all good stuff, and I'm glad because South Dakota has really been fighting it. You know, here's another normal article: Minnesota patients' access to herbal cannabis products begins March one. So flower for Minnesota people, finally, right, guys? That's got to be good news for you. Qualified patients will be able to access cannabis flower at state-licensed dispensaries beginning on March 1st. According to changes finalized yesterday on the State Department of Health, Minnesota is one of the few states that limits patients' access to herbal formulations of cannabis. What? Instead, mandating them to obtain cannabis extracts or infused products. State lawmakers passed legislation last year updating the program so the patients would be permitted to purchase up to two and a half OZs of medical flower per 14-day period from licensed providers. On January 1st, patients in Louisiana also had the, you know, whatever. So let's see. Furthermore, orally administered non-herbal. Let's see. Uh, Normal has long opinion that patients must have access to cannabis flower, stating limiting patients' options to extracted oral oral formulations is not in their best interest. Once inhaled, cannabinoids like THC or CBD pass rapidly from the lungs of the bloodstream, I don't know what that means, but non-herbal forms, oh, possess delayed onset. Yeah, definitely. Now, smoking isn't the most healthy way. It, it isn't, but it's the quickest, you know, and it happens 
you know, it, 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 it works fastest, you know, so it, it's just the way it is. So anyway, where are we? This is Cannabis Now. Quebec to require COVID-19 vaccines for cannabis purchases. Now, what's interesting about this story is that uh, it's the government-ran dispensaries and the privately-ran ones are still going to be able to sell cannabis, which is kind of interesting when you think about it. So buying cannabis in in Quebec will require a COVID-19 vaccine. However, just a side note, I heard in Quebec that you can't even go into a Walmart without a vaccine passport, which is kind of interesting. I mean, my mom would lose her mind if she lived in Canada, you know. But anyway, Health Minister Christian Dubois announced on January 6th that customers purchasing cannabis at government-funded stores must show proof of full COVID-19 vaccine. The health minister said the effective date for the vaccine would be determined by government officials once all the citizens have had a chance to receive a third shot. Uh, Dubois encouraged those who would be affected by the measure to roll up their sleeves and get a shot. However, if you don't want to get a shot, you could, he should say, go to the uh, private ran ones. You know, so anyway, this Macron guy, the French president, Emmanuel, he says he really wants to make the non-vaccinated people uh, mad, so he's going to do whatever he can. Ba 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 ba. But anyway, it's uh, let's see here. Um, and there's that. So anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. I get in here at uh, four twenty, or I get in here four o'clock, four twenty. Open a big fat bag of cannabis news and this. Uh, stinking uh, Thursday's no different. However, I've kind of ran out of pre-planned things to talk about, so I'm just going to run through cannabis moment here and just kind of just buzz out stuff that I don't. I would think is boring, but it it is headline news. So, top Maryland lawmakers files cannabis legalization bill in anticipation of ballot referendum passing. New York senator files cannabis recycling bill to mitigate environmental impact of new industry. Good for New York. Washington governor says use. Cannabis money to repair harms for communities targeted by drug war. Some advocates say they appreciate the proposed $125 million allocation, but they want more. House approves cannabis banking on voice vote without debate. Without debate. So that's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, banking activity increases in states that legalizes cannabis. Let's see what else we got. Uh, House officially approves cannabis banking amendment. I never, you know, I don't know about that. Again, Mississippi's finally legalized cannabis. 37th state. Congressional Black Caucus Foundation announces Cannabis Justice Fellowship Program funded by Scott's Miracle Go Foundation. Good for them. Let's see. Older D.C. patients could get medical cannabis without doctors and city would have 420 cannabis tax holiday under council bill. A cannabis monopoly asteroid's coming, whatever that means. Let's see. Climate workforce would be protected from cannabis employment testing under new congressional bill. A coalition of more than two dozen congressional Democrats have filed bill on promoting workplace investment to combat climate change. And they want whatever they want. Let's click on it. huh? And they want to boost the workforce by protecting people in legal cannabis states from being penalized due to federal drug testing policies. The Climate Resilient Workforce Act, which is led by Representative Pramilia Jayapal, is a wide-ranging bill that would provide grants to support climate-resilient jobs 
and then removing federal drug testing restrictions. So that sounds coo, coo, coo. But anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. Four o'clock I get in here, 420, you know what I do. I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And uh, like I said, I feel pretty good, but I've been really struggling. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, you know, your thoughts that I can get to sleep in a full eight hours again. I just don't know what's going on. But uh, anxiety is a crippler. And again, I'm not sure. I think it's because I fell back onto the sugar. So I'm back to no sugar. This is the first week. Zero sugars. I'm back on that stupid diet because I started getting carried away. And that's the problem with an addict's brain. Once I thought I could have coffee again and sugar again, well, then I was drinking six to nine 16-ounce cups of coffee a day, five packets of sweetener in each one. We're looking at 45 packets of sweetener a day. I started going back to pizza, you know, every day. Waffles when I broke my fast on Saturday. You know what I mean? And it just, and then I remember over the holidays just eating every bit of sugar that my daughter had in her house. And so it's self-control, and I'm not good at it, apparently. And so I let myself get myself back into this situation. So now I'm back to throttling myself back. So, again, I'm surprised that I... uh, did as well as I did. Programming on KRWF 95.9 is being underwritten by Discontent Fargo. Discontent Fargo is your high-class counterculture lifestyle store. Discontent is your destination for the smoke and vape culture, providing a dense selection of artist-based handcrafted glassworks, vapor products, and lifestyle apparel. Discontent Fargo is located at 512 Broadway in downtown Fargo. Open 10 to 9 Monday through Saturday and noon to 7 on Sundays. For more information, check out Discontent Fargo on Facebook and their Instagram at Discontent Stores. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've wrapped myself up. Another can of talking D with Wilson. I'm going to play a little tune. I'm going to say a few things, hit you with my sponsor again, and then I'm going to get out of here and let Stinky Arts Music Market in here. Locals on the 8th directly after Ham, Radio Free Madness, and then Black Ring Ritual. But I got something brand new for you. Here's the Gray Boy All-Stars. I've got reasons. got reasons that's brand stinking new from the great boy all-stars i hope you enjoyed this hour of canna talking d with wilson we talk about cannabis legalization cannabis in a positive lizite and uh, i'll be back in next thursday to do this exact stinking same thing right before me was side stage with trav one to three every thursday right after me stinky arts music mart on deck locals on the eight radio free madness black ring ritual is your thursday here krwf 95.9. Again, this show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. BlackCottageAlchemy.com. You can buzz on downtown here. Tochi Products. Pick you up some of this. Uh, This body butter is uh, fantastic. So you're going to want to get yourself some of this. Made with kosher full-spectrum CBD. North Dakota-grown hemp seed oil. 1,600 mgs of CBD. Bunch of different butters in here. Colloidal silver, coconut oil. I use it all the time. Turmeric. Arnica, comfrey, myrrh, sage, and rosemary. It's really good stuff. You're going to want to get it, so do that. BlackCottageAlchemy.com. Again, Odd Stands in West Fargo. Tochi Products downtown here. And again, you're listening to the best independent radio station in the world as far as I'm concerned. Stinky Art on deck. And again, benefit. Uh, educate yourself so you can uh, educate others on the benefits of cannabis. 
And uh, I'll keep you posted on anything that happens uh, in North Dakota here. But right now we're kind of at a lull. So that's uh, so that's where we are. There's not a lot going on. Uh, but uh, South Dakota's going on. So we're going to keep you posted on how that plays out. Again, uh, Mississippi, 37th state to have medical legalized. So let's see. Let's see. So there's 50 states. So 13 states don't have medical. That's pretty wild. Maybe uh, next week I'll talk about those 13 states because I believe even like you know, redneck, closed-minded hillbilly states have uh, made it in some form. But uh, again, CanadaTalkND on Instagram for anything that changes or whatnot. CanadaTalkND.com is, uh, if you if you type in CanadaTalkND.com, you go to the YouTube channel, and this will be there minus the music. When it gets there, I'm hopefully I can even, I can just uh, hope I can even figure out the whatchamacallit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going to jump out of here a little earlier. Uh, keep in mind, March 4th, the Grand Old Brewery, Us and Jade Presents, which is a cool marriage. It's an all-star jamboree, all local stuff. It's the Fargo uh, Brewing Hall. And uh, this guy that uh, closes my show out will be there. So that's cool, cool. Again, kind of talking day with Wilson every Thursday. I'll be back in here at 4 o'clock. Educate yourself so you can educate others on the benefits of cannabis. I'm out of here. David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace. <laughs>